Welcome to our first live edition of You and Your Money for 2022. I wish all our viewers a kinder year than the last two. I'm Brian Hurst and this evening we're focusing on investments. I'd like to share a conversation I had with an investor in December. This investor was comparing investing in property and equities and this is his story. He says, you know, he put a million rand into equities some years ago and, and now that million is worth three million. However, it was worth three and a half million rand six months ago. He put a million rand into a property and he sold the property recently for three million. So he says in, in the property he made two million and when he spoke about the stock market, he said he lost 500 because it had dropped from three to three and a half million. So I made the point to him that simply that the characteristics of investing in property and equity are exactly the same. They're long-term, they're growth-orientated, but you can't look at your share portfolio in, at the very top price because there's always that volatility. When I asked him, what, what could you have sold your property, say, for five or six years ago when the property market was a lot more buoyant? He said somewhere in the order of four million. But he didn't say, you know, I sold at three and lost a million. He actually said, I bought for one and sold for three and made two million. But when he compared his share portfolio to what he sold and what it was at its highest, he made out that he'd lost. Well, that's incorrect. He'd actually made money. And that's what's happening in the market. The markets are volatile. The markets are going to be a lot more volatile as this year goes. I mean, we've had phenomenal couple of years from international markets. Last year was a very good year for the South African market, although some of the South African darlings of the previous five to 10 years actually did nothing. Shares like NASPERS and Process. But joining me this evening is, is and welcome to Oren Tambo. Oren Tambo is a portfolio manager at 27.4. Oren, good to have you on board and uh, welcome to you. Oren, quite a lot of volatility in market. We saw a good September. We saw a terrible October, a better November. December quite mixed. Start of January, markets up a little bit. Then the last eight or nine days as the fear of inflation uh, continues, although it's been there all the time. How are you seeing things going forward? What is your view? And, I, and although I always say markets don't know calendars, markets don't, like you and I, work from the 1st of January to the 31st of December. Markets really look um, um, from, no, without a calendar. My question to you is, where do you see global markets and what do you see inflation? What do you think is going to be happening going forward? So you're absolutely right. Uh, we started this year on a very weak footing. Uh, it has been very volatile uh, to the extent that... Um, you know, we, we had situations whereby a stock could uh, trade and, and, and perhaps, you know, come under pressure and lose something as much as 5% during the, f uh, the first trading sessions, uh, but only to come back and, and recover, you know, in, in, in the afternoon sessions. So, so, so that has been uh, sort of um, uh, the trademark, you know, of markets uh, this year. As you've said, it started last year. Uh, but what you could see is that, uh, you know, investors have been rattled by the comments that were uh, put through by the Fed Chair Jerome, Sh Jerome Powell last year, uh, when he indicated that the Fed uh, could actually come this year and move quickly in terms of, um, uh, you know, rising, I mean, raising interest rates. So uh, you, you know, com coming back to your question in terms of um, what this means for equity. So obviously, I think what you're going to see is that uh, if we're going to have a high inflationary environment, we're going to see a lot of central banks coming in to try and control that inflation. So we're going to see them uh, increasing interest rates. Uh, but you notice that contrary to the commonly held belief, um, you know, that uh, you know, stocks usually come under pressure when you're having central banks ra uh, raising interest rates, 
interest rates. Uh, we have picked that uh, you know, the S&P 500 tends to deliver very strong returns during hiking cycles. Uh, so what we did uh, you know, more recently with my team uh, was to go and look at how the S&P 500 performed during the, first, the, 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 the last five uh, hiking cycles. And what we picked is that uh, you know, the S&P 500 delivered quite uh, you know, handsomely. Uh, it rose about 16% during the first year after the first hike, and then it rose about 12.1% uh, during the second hike. But I think what's important really is when you look at that number, you have to get deeper into the S&P 500 and try to see uh, the pockets that will be doing well uh, you know, during that period. And what you notice usually is those uh, sort of sectors uh, that have got very low valuations that are not, that are not the long duration sectors that are the ones that tend to uh, to do well. So uh, in terms of our outlook, uh, we, 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 we remain, you know, um, generally positive uh, on, on, on equities because we, we, we've got a strong feeling that they will do well um, you know, this year. Oren, you know, we talk about black swans having an effect on the market. And for those who don't know what a black swan is, it's an event that's totally unexpected. Interest rate hikes, inflation, None of that is unexpected. I mean, we've been hearing about this for a long time. The Federal Reserve, we've seen our own in our own country interest rates moving up a quarter percent. So, it's, and it's, so why is there this volatility daily? The minute anyone talks about inflation or interest rates, I mean, it's there. It's expected. We know. And inflation is not always bad for markets, as you just outlined. But why is there, why is, is, why is there such volatility? Well, to be honest, I think there's quite a lot of knee-jerk reactions from investors. We saw it last year, especially when we um, saw you know, inflation printing at very high levels. Um, so, so when it comes to policy normalization, we know that there's no way that uh, uh, the interest regime could uh, you know, remain where it is at the moment, you know, just below zero for most of the, uh, of the developed markets. We knew that there was no way that that could be sustained. And we also started getting warnings from the central banks themselves towards the end of last year that, you know, they are going to start increasing interest. And the market knew about it. But I suppose, you know, uh, investors always want to see things before they uh, actually act. But at the end of the day, I think as an investor is to try and, and sort of ignore the noise you know, that happens. These sort of knee-jerk creations will happen. So we're going to have uh, the Fed meeting, you know, later this month. And after that meeting, I can guarantee you there's going to be quite a lot of havoc in markets. But over time, we notice that, uh, you know, markets tend to revert to, to the fundamentals. So I think if you invest at this point, it's, it's, it's prudent for you to, 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 to remain, you know, glued to the, uh, to the fundamentals. And Oren, very different to being an investor to being a trader because the minute you use the word investor and you're looking for growth, then you really talk about time. You That's need right. to have time. And it's not time how much time you've spent in the market up to now. If you've been in the market five or ten years up to now, your time horizon has still got to be five to ten years outwards. You can't say, well, I've already had my five or ten years. It's always continuing that long-term period. But with the fall of income for South African investors, and if you think about how particularly pensioners have struggled, being very good for consumers, because if you look at the inflation basket, interest rates for them on debt, and all working South Africans have debt. You can't have a car, you can't have a home without having a bond or financing their motor car. You, that part of the basket has been very, very stable. Whereas the, the cost of living, the food prices, petrol, rates and taxes and all the other things have been going up. But together there's been a stability. We're now starting to have interest rates move up. Now what impact is that going to have on the consumers? Because corporate South Africa needs people to spend money. And if consumers now are stretched, 
because interest rates are moving up and the cost of debt is higher and the cost of living is higher, where are a lot of these retail companies and these companies actually going to derive their earnings from? So it's going to be very difficult. So the impact of uh, interest rate hikes on um, uh, the income of households is usually negative because what happens is we, we understand that if you come to South Africa, for instance, uh, we've got a debt problem. Uh, you know, the, 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 the cons South African consumer is highly indebted. So what happens is if you see uh, interest rate going up by 25 basis points, by 50 basis points, by 75 basis points, that is going to start increasing the debt servicing cost for those uh, consumers. And at the end of the day, it's taking away money uh, that they could have been spending at ShopRite or at, at pick and pay. So obviously, uh, that's going to have an impact on, 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 on the sales uh, for a lot of uh, retailers. But at the same time, I think uh, we could lean perhaps in terms of the economic outlook would, would expect that uh, uh, you know, we, we we're getting out of COVID-19 uh, and, and we should see certain sectors that were under pressure last year you know, starting to come back and perhaps you know, we, we can also have an improvement in the overall employment numbers. And that could sort of compensate some of the, uh, you know, the consumer spend that could be lost uh, due to, to the to the, to the hikes in interest rates. Clients have asked me how I see markets going forward. Well, over the last few months, I have advised clients that we one could expect volatility. However, 2022 will be a year of normalisation. Not that we'll go back to living the way we did before the pandemic, but rather a year in which governments and central banks begin withdrawing the emergency relief extended during the last two years. Those programmes were very necessary. So I expect, I expect the liquidity to be removed and interest rates to rise, but not at a pace that will derail the economic, economic recovery that governments and the central banks worked so hard to protect. It's something to be celebrated and not feared. One thing we mustn't forget that 2019 and 2020 crisis was a health crisis and not a financial crisis. Although there were winners and losers in this awful time, on balances, businesses, and individuals will come out of the crisis in reasonably good shape. In 2022, the global economy will continue to expand and corporate earnings will continue to grow, although not at the same pace as 2021. In 2021, the equity market lagged the growth in earnings. And in 2022, this year, we can expect this derating to resume. That doesn't mean share prices will not go up. They will, but they will lag the increase in earnings. Again, something to cheer and not to fear as valuations correct from their lofty levels. As global economies open and learn to live with COVID, it's going to linger on for years. And those companies that were overlooked in lockdown will make a comeback at the relative expense of those businesses that prospered, example, technology. But it will be a one-off adjustment after which the growth business will recapture their leadership probably only in the second half of 2022 and maintain their long-term appeal. The volatility that we experience in the market at present will continue for some time as investors battle with uncertainty over what course the Federal Reserve will choose to fight inflation, which incidentally most commentators, including the Federal Reserve, believe will moderate in the months ahead. After all that, let's take a short ad break.